Hey, you. Yeah, you. You, come here. I want to show you. This is what happened last time on the Incorrigible Party. Anticipation courses through the new front line, as what limited supplies and armaments the paladins have left are passed around. After hours of waiting in the cold and dark, the signal is given and the attack begins. Hundreds of paladins crowding through the newly activated Niyogi portal push and shove their way into battle against hordes of Niyogi thralls. Both sides fighting to secure a massive, bloated Niyogi connected to the myriad of portals that link the cave system. And over here? Eh? The adventure continues. And with his other hand, again, he, he kind of, it begins to glow again, and he just, he doesn't emit a blast, but he raises the gauntlet hand to, like, the side of the head of this bloated Niyogi. And you can see, like, the, it's almost like heat vapor, like, the, you know how the air kind of wavers in, in above oh, a flame yeah, in like the in heat? Oh, yeah, like in a desert, or, yeah, yeah. Yes, and he's just, like, applying this force to the side of this uh, Niyogi. To your left, far, uh, maybe uh, Mia kind of recognizes immediately as this blast of lightning jolts through a line like five of these paladins. Is there's there's a Bahir, like similar creature that had once swallowed Mia, <laughs> out close to uh, about maybe a hundred feet away from you or so. Again, there's just there's just chaos, literally everywhere around here. It's madness. Yes. The harpies, though, uh, as Falzerin had tried, they're they are kind of they're deterred by this sphere. They will try to break off from it. The three that are next to it. So Mia, you will get to take uh, and Falzerin, I suppose, could take a tax of opportunity here. I already got my hammer in my hand. Sure, twenty-seven. Uh, twenty-four to hit for Falzerin. That hits. Yeah, are you punching? You can try to use your staff. Sure. Mia with a with a melee hammer attack does twenty four damage. <laughs> okay. To, to one of those. Way more like enough to, to as it's trying to flee, you just nice. smack <laughs> it down as it slams into the rock floor. Ooh. Six damage. Bludgeoning damage, I assume? Yeah, bludgeoning is right. The frost giant has been carving through paladins. Ugh. Moves towards you. There's so many of them in, in between us, too. Closing the, the 40-foot gap. It take, like, as it, it's just bolstering past these paladins, right? The ones that are still standing after facing off with it. And they're hacking at it as it's moving, right? They're, they're getting in their own swings. And this frost giant takes two big swings at the group of paladins kind of right in front of you, just completely clearing them. I forgot to roll for Blink, but I did roll and failed. Oh, okay. <laughs> Boo. I'm still there. The Niyogi now, you, you can see there, there, there's not too many Niyogi here, especially compared to the Orcs, right? Which is, like, that makes sense, right? That's what you've seen every time you've encountered the Niyogi. There's really only, like, a Niyogi or two. Yeah, yeah. They can, they mind control, yeah. yeah. Right, a large number of thralls. But those that are here, swarms of, of paladins have like closed in on them, right? Like targeting them specifically. Like the paladins know how to sense. fight the Neogi yeah. effectively, right? There seems to be a, a, a shortage of circlets. Not every paladin here has circlets. Like they did not have enough for every paladin. 
those that do not have them, many of them suddenly kind of go stock still and turn on their paladin comrades, engaging them as these Niyogis take over their minds. I know who I need to target. You see that there are, kind of in response to what Samuel is doing, uh, another one of these portals closes off. Portal number two, you see it solidifies as well, right? That is, however, one of the portals that the paladins have been streaming through. Uh, We will go back to the top with... Did I skip Mia again? No, Mia, you're you're up. So, Mia... Mia doesn't like this frost giant coming at her. There's a harpy still engaged with me, I'm guessing, or could I potentially go underneath and still be alongside of him? Like, if I were to move ten feet. Absolutely, yeah, that's fine. So I'm just kind of duck and put a little more people between me and the frost giant. Sorry, Falzern. And um, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna call lightning again, and this time I'm gonna target some Niyogi. So I'm looking for more than one within five feet here. So let's uh, there's a uh, there's two southwest that are close to some paladins. So I, I think I'm gonna target those those two. So unfortunately, there's some orcs there, but they're just out of reach. So I got a a five and an eighteen. Okay, so the eighteen saves. It's 31. Holy. <laughs> the one that failed is, like, incinerated. Again, more more casualties to your storm here. There are a, a about three orcs around, which you can kind of see. Again, there's, there's pretty long distances we're, like, viewing from, but it does actually, this, this whole chamber is actually well lit. It seems there's, like, a uh, bioluminescence uh, kind of on some growths around, around the cave. Like, there's plenty of actual light in here. But uh, there's about three orcs around this Nyogi that you slayed. Like, again, they almost like they give their themselves a shake. And they look around at, at what's, you know, on the paladins closing in on them. They're clearly confused. This is something you have seen before when you have broken the mind control on a creature. You see more paladins, this cluster around you, they start to each like down a a potion. The liquid is like this brown and silver liquid with like layers of green uh, like bands. And it looks like there's like dirt and, and rocks in the solution. And then they begin to climb up to try to get to the second floor is there's a band of orc archers just raining fire down below. And they climb up there and they can engage with them in, in melee combat. As a a yeti up there with, with the orcs starts to tear into them and engage with them as as well. Falzern, you see that Samuel is still like a, applying this like heat or, or power that out of his gauntlet to the Niyogi, but he shouts to you. Baldrin, this is not working. I need you. How many feet am I from him, roughly? I mean, obviously he's up as well. So he's uh, he's like 60 feet in the air. 85 feet from you and up in the air. <laughs> I want to know what he's doing. Radiating the brain. First, I'm going to use my bonus action to um, slam the flaming sphere into one of the harpies. So a deck save. <laughs> it gets 11. That is 8 flaming damage, or 8 fire damage, I should say. I think, yeah, Falzerin's going to cast Dimension Door to 
basically teleport himself uh, right over to Samuel. I think that's a safe, it's a high level spell, but it guarantees that I get there without any interference. Do you want to, I mean, you can take one creature with you. Do you want to take someone with you before you do that? I mean, you're currently really only adjacent to Thufty, but Bronn is only five feet away, Mia's 10 feet away. Maybe theft would be of use, actually, if we're trying to use, trying to activate this beast in the middle is kind of what I think Samuel might be doing. Activate him? Or, like, figure out how to use it. I don't know what he's doing. But, yeah, I think I'll grab Thufty and take him with me. So I'll I'll look over. I think the cr- will, the creature has to be willing, right? So I'll, before, before I try to cast this and bring Thufty, I will look over and say, you, you need to help us. Come with me. Uh, okay. And I'll grab him, and with my other hand, I will mimic some runes in the air, and we vanish and appear right beside Samuel. So you you appear in both you like you and Thufty appear on the top of this thing's like abdomen, like literally think of like a, a balloon <laughs> with a little eel neck and head and legs sticking out of it. Like it, it's, it's clearly so, this thing yeah. cannot move. Like you have seen, especially Falzern has seen uh, in the hatcheries, the Neogi hatcheries, that they they bloat up old and, and you know useless Neogi to serve as food sources for the hatchlings. Like this is very, this is clearly like a similar thing has happened to this creature, but like expounded and like clearly something additional has happened. But you've seen something like kind of similar, right, uh, with your interactions with the Neogi. And you set your feet on its pale yellow skin, you know, just riddled with stretch marks. It's like soft and almost unstable, right? You have to like stabilize yourselves as you're walking on this thing's bloated belly. It's a water bouncy castle. (laughs) And yeah, I mean, I just don't want it to explode babies. Oh no! (laughs) Uh, Samuel like kind of nods to you. Good coercion is ineffective. I need you to try to connect with it. You want me to just try and... Okay, I I guess I'll do the same thing that I did with the portal. Which is what? <laughs> I will I will say you will have to wait till next round, however, because... Sure. That was your action, yeah. Uh, so Samuel kind of releases his... You know, the he, he depowers the, the gauntlet, and he'll just blast down further from where he is at orcs that have you know and, and ringed and are around his bodyguards now as they are cleaving their way and well they're also kind of blasting their gauntlets because you see that they too they don't have any actual like armaments on them or they don't have any swords or any other types of weapons it's clearly just their replica armor that they use the orcs that are surrounding the the, the remaining orcs that surround the pedestal that the bloated Neogi rests upon they start to climb up it uh, seeing you know Samuel and Falzer and, and Thufty up there and they're you know hand over hand a few giant spiders kind of looming out of some of the shadows cast right as the their their webs are, are triggered by, by the orcs but they just descend on their own silken webs down upon Falzer and, and Thufty you hear Thufty go, no, 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 I, I'm the emissary, I'm the emissary. And he's got like his hands up. Don't, don't hurt me, don't hurt me. One of these spiders will try to bite Falzern. Oh crap, I didn't roll for Blink. Oh, Sorry. well, you better do it. 
Finally. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. So, no Good. fight on Faldron, but they will attempt to bite Samuel, who only a nine to hit, like not nothing compared to the protection his, his armor offers. Uh, second spider, though, 19 is going to be uh, good enough. Samuel takes nine piercing. Oh, and has to make a constitution. Wait, he can take damage in that armor? Come on, what a ripoff. Easily shakes off the, the poisonous effect, uh, or venomous effect from the, the spider. Mia. Happy that I haven't uh, had to worry about that frost giant for a second. The paladins have him occupied or something. Mia, in the midst of battle, sees a point where she can uh, call lightning and hit three Niyogi. So, you know what? Go big or go home. Mia's going to use her second channel divinity. I only get two right now, but go big or go home. So I'm going to target these uh, three Niyogi that are west of the big bloaty boy. And it's uh, five. It's 50 damage if they fail and half if they succeed. The highest save is a 13. Yeah. <laughs> Mia, Mia's been, this is the moment, you know? These are the moments. Hopefully it'll take an Umber Hulk or one of those, you know, some of those controlled with them. Yeah, again, your your lightning strike obliterates all three of these, you know, with the full power of Thor put into this bolt uh, as they each fail their saving throw. The Umber Hulk that was immediately kind of next to them, uh, just out of range of, of the effects of the bolt, again, it, I mean, it, an Umberhulk is kind of like a bug. It can't really look like it's confused, but you see that <laughs> the st its stance kind of softens for a second, uh, the way it, is. it was it was kind of squaring off with the paladins around it. Two two addition in addition, like two other paladins, they look dazed for a second and finally, you know, again kind of give their heads like a shake, snapping like snapping out of it. Exactly, yeah. snapping out of it, raising arms again at the at the troll that is ten feet from them, and the Umberhulk begins to burrow down into the ground, like just trying to get away. Just running. Perfect. I think I'll stay where I'm at. That troll advances on those paladins, just swiping, picking one up and just biting into its shoulder. A cluster of paladins about 30 feet to your right, Mia, tumbles like bowling pins as a boulder's hurled by these hill giants from the, the second floor, again, kind of dazing them as they, they are, are fallen prone. The frost giant sees you casting your, your lightning, teasing on you. Please don't hit me. Closes with you and Braun, and it will. It raises his axe against you, Mia. 18 to hit. It's a miss. And second strike as he brings on the backhand. 28. No! <laughs> so does that automatically wreck my concentration? You, you will get to make a concentration saving throw, but let me roll damage so we see what the DC is. Oh... It, uh, he does 32 slashing damage, and you can roll me a constitution saving throw of DC 16. Yeah, me failed. Okay, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> no. the it cloud happens. dissipates. 32 is a lot, yeah. His great axe is 3d12 plus 6, so that was a very good roll. I rolled very high on two of those die. Through gate number six labeled on the map which is the closest portal to the cluster of yogi that mia you just dispatched opens and stretches up again no that's half a dozen twice more as many as out. i just killed <laughs> pop through uh, this this portal and again more orcs swarming from from portal four on the ground up high more archers coming out of portal 15 
we will go back to the top with Falzer as you appear back from your blink. So uh, Falzerin seems to kind of look like he doesn't isn't really quite sure what to do still. S- same situation with the, the portal, but he sort of puts his hands against kind of like maybe one on the on the upper back of the abdomen close to the neck and another one on the neck and sort of just closes his eyes and, and tries to meditate and, and see if he can kind of sense anything or, or make any f- sort of connection with this this beast. Falzern, as you lovingly cradle this poor Neogi behind its head as if holding up a newborn baby, <laughs> you 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 kind of do it like, again, you're like unsure of exactly what you're doing, but Mia, you see like every portal, it's like they all start to flicker. Oh dear. As if like you were flicking a light switch on and off instead of a light and then darkness, light, darkness. It's like stone wall, malleable material, stone wall, malleable stretched material. As like creatures are, again, they're still like mid process <laughs> coming through these portals. Creatures are getting severed and stuck and then the rest of their body finally being expelled as it flicks back and Creatures forth again. or paladins? Unfortunately, both. Anything caught in those portals. Oh, no. And then, like, it happens, like, two seconds of it, right? And then they're all just back to being malleable as creatures are pushing through. And Falzer and you, like, are almost, like, staggered uh, a little bit. What did you learn? Do I get any sense for, uh, like, could I feel the pull through any one of these portals as though maybe that's where this, this body might be? You kind of get this, it's not like as if someone like spoke to you a, p- a bit of knowledge, right? Uh, and then you would process those words like understanding a language. It's more like this, like you like you say, kind of a, a draw uh, towards where you, you need to go. Because like you is, you know where you want to go, right? And the goal, of course, is to destroy the bodies, right? That's kind of almost like your pathfinder pathfinding thing right and you were drawn towards portal number nine pathfinder first edition is drawing you towards portal nine so i i samuel's right by me i look to samuel and say i think i know where we need to go and then i look over to mia and the group that she's with i think i know where where we need to go it's 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 this portal right over here and um I grab onto Samuel and say, can you fly us, fly us over to this portal. There's a Yeti guarding it. (laughs) (laughs) Samuel is next. And uh, he will, he kind of grabs you and thuffed by like the back of your robes. Right. And you see the spiders like shrink away after you've made contact here. Samuel will pick you both up and begin to fly towards Portal 9. With his incredible speed and a dash, he can get all three of you right to its entrance. A little bit in harm's way, as well, but this has actually happened. This was where the paladins had started to climb up to the second floor as they've now cleared away the orc archers up there and are now contending with this abominable yeti. It's snow white fur, like in stark contrast to the, the browns of the rock cavern that you're in. Samuel's bodyguards, though, also hearing these cries, seeing where Samuel is going, they too turn to move with him, as it is their job to make sure he is safe. 
each of them teleport. They disappear and they each misty step as they approach the the second floor. They kind of misty step right up to its ledge. Nice. That that is with though a dash for like their movement. They they run and then they dash and then they're able to bonus action misty step. I'll be there in a few rounds, guys. More orcs <laughs> like immediately swarm them though, right? This ledge is just still just filled with them. Mia, you're up. Where'd you go? Because, like, the angle I'm at, I'd be under sort of the ledge and the angle. I probably couldn't see it. But I did hear him. And I did not take a potion of climbing. (laughs) (laughs) So, I guess I radiant soul. Mia's already topaz eyes begin glimmering and my incorporeal wings come on behind me. And uh, for one minute, (laughs) I have a flying speed, so... I will just, uh, flying speed's 30, so I'll just... Radiant Soul's my action, though, so I guess I can only move the 30? Correct. Okay. So I just fly as close as I can. It'd probably be, like, 20 feet up and then 10 feet over. The Frost Giant will attempt to swipe at you as you leave. Uh, ooh. Rolls really poorly. Only a 13, though. Chink! Right off the armor. By the power of Thor, of course. Braun, uh, I mean, Braun's right behind you. He's, he's going to follow you. He's going to do his best to kind of get away from these harpies. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, I forgot he doesn't have wings. No, yeah. he doesn't. Uh, thankfully, though, the Frost Giant has used his reaction to try to hit you. Cannot take a swipe at Braun. That's an interesting name for a Frost Giant, thankfully. His, <laughs> his parents were Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> thankfully, the Frost Giant. <laughs> Braun <laughs> makes it to one of the, the, the web tendrils that drape down over the edge of mm, the second like you floor. Could climb it. Exactly, yeah. that's what he's thinking. Harpies uh, in chase, chasing you, Mia. Oof, only five for one of them. And a 21? 21 hits. The five goes through, you know, the incorporeal wing or something. <laughs> and that's only going to be five slashing from them. Tis but a scratch. Oh, I should have had a feast before we went in the cave. <laughs> that might have been a good idea. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Callaway now. You see Callaway from kind of this new position. Oh, You've kind dope. of shifting. Callaway is like 120 feet off to like the east east kind of direction. And she has a contingence of her like her own kind of like medici, 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 uh, like medicine-y. <laughs> but she has a, a bunch of her own paladins <laughs> around. <laughs> and she like she's handing out buffs and she's picking up down paladins right and trying to applying her own magical healing and this kind of corner of the cave it's like the if it was a tug of war it's like the paladins are winning that tug and that flag is almost over to their side on the middle of this rope against the forces kind of being bolstered by Callaway and uh, her efforts there Let's go. Let's go right back. We, there's just so much fighting going around. Let's go right back to the top with Falzer, and you are now kind of encircled by orcs and a yeti. There's about five other normal paladins up there engaged with the yeti. The six guards of Samuel have now landed on the edge, the very edge of the second balcony. You've got Thufty kind of behind you, Samuel to your left, stuck in the middle with them. What are you gonna do? I am going to cast Misty Step. Where'd you get that idea? <laughs> Thought of it all by myself. <laughs> so yeah, that should get me, that'll get me right to the portal. 
um, with some movement to spare, but I, I assume you can't misty step through a portal. So I will misty step out of this conglomerate of baddies up to the portal and I'm going to try to go through it. You want to push all the way through? Uh, I mean, what's on the other side can't be worse than what I'm surrounded <laughs> by here, right? Yeah, I, th I think I will. Um, I assume that Samuel's going to be right on my heels and then Mia and Braun and everyone else are are trying to make their way in as well. So, If you were to go and look and confirm that that's where it is, great. But hope you can come back, right? We don't know. Okay. Um, I think Falzern is going to reach to feel this portal. Is it, it feels malleable? It does stretch against your touch, yeah. Okay. And he is going to uh, close his eyes again in a similar fashion to what you saw when he activated the portal before. Ah! <laughs> you fools! You have blindly walked right into my trap. Now you will see what it feels like to be helpless in my web like the tiny insects that you are. This is... What? Mia, you see that falls are in... Falzern collapses. Samuel and his bodyguards. They are they just continue to fight their way to the portal. Samuel, again, just the intensity of his blast against these orcs, they just cannot withstand the the gauntlets of Kalar as he disintegrates two more of them. The bucklers of Kalar. The bucklers, yes. <laughs> <laughs> And he steps up to Falzerin's like prone and he looks unconscious body, and he just steps over Falzerin and disappears through the portal. Jeez. Thufty, oh wait, 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 wait for me, wait for me. And he runs after Samuel through the portal. You're not charmed by Samuel. You're charmed by, charmed by Mia. Come on. Three of the guards are able to break off. Again, get their own way through the portals. Like people are just like beelining for this, as the orcs are attempting to stop them as they swipe at, at them as they run by. The yeti, overpowering some of the normal paladins, engages with the remaining three guards. Mia, what are you doing? I am forty-five feet away from Falder, so I cannot fly and do something to like check on him um you know what i can do i can um i can dash as my action uh flying right up to him i can i can land i'm just gonna have my wings still out for a few more rounds slash seconds however you want to call it and i will cast the bonus action healing word and so just in case he needed some hit points or some healing or something, see what I can do with that. I give Falzer an eight hit points back. Whether that does anything, we'll find out. <laughs> uh, as, you, as you touch his body, he doesn't look like he's breathing. He's completely still. Frick, okay. And your, your healing magic still courses through him but it doesn't stir him or, or wake him up. Braun is attempting to climb the web. He also did not take a potion of climbing, but he's going to try to get up this web thing. 
He touches it? Should have known there'd be climbing uh, if you're offering known. as much yep. as I'm climbing. I put him out there. <laughs> Frick. <laughs> Falzerin took one and didn't need to use it. <laughs> so he, hand over hand, climbing up this fibrous, like, uh, entanglement of web. It's almost like a, think of it like fiber optic kind of cable, right? A bunch of different strands making up a single thicker band. And he climbs, puts his hand up to the top and makes it up again, kind of with a, with a dash and climbing at half speed, he can actually barely get there. But one of Samuel's guard kind of reaches down and is able to help him up the rest of the way. And he gets his feet on solid ground. The frost giant below now, charging after Mia, gets to the, you know, right up to the wall of the second story and it too tries to climb up and it takes his axe and slams it into the stone to give himself a, a handhold as it begins to climb, gets its hands right like on the lip in the process of pulling itself up over the edge, right where Braun is. Balzrin, can you make me an intelligence saving throw with advantage, please? It's a good thing I had advantage. First roll was a nat one, uh, 25. Falzern, you feel that pull again on the silvery cord connected between your shoulder blades as you float again listlessly in the astral plane and you quickly like give Alamar a signal and Alamar wraps his stretchy arms again around your waist just in time for the two of you to be rocketed back to the material plane back to your body and with your saving throw and the tutelage from Alamar, you you gain consciousness and you wake up and you're, you're, you're confused for a second and unsure of what has happened kind of and you, you kind of quickly get your wits about you. A slain orc kind of, you know, 10 feet away from where Mia stands Clearly it's dead. It had a big gash across his chest. It stands up like, or like sits up abruptly. <laughs> Falzerin! What have you done? <laughs> yes, bravo. He swung himself into an orc. Goodness. I love it. Oh my goodness. That's hilarious. So Falzerin... Finally regaining, like getting back into your body that you've been absent from since you died on the frozen lake. You have this... Wait, what? This is, who was he? You have this flood of memory. And you recall all the conversations that Kakala had as he was possessing your body. What?! Are you serious? The conversation you like with Thufty, right? And and how he had checked on the system and how he had enslaved Samuel Coltis under his control. What? What do you do? I, I'm sorry. I need to be muted for right now, kid. <laughs> what do you do, Falzerin? What are you going to do? Samuel's enslaved. What is happening? So I'm obviously a, a little bit uh, disoriented. Um, I, I look around... Mia is 
is quite close to me. Oh, she's right, standing right over you. You're still like prone on the ground. I need to pretend that I don't know these things, but I'm dying. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I reach out and I I grab I grab Mia on either shoulder. I say, Mia, Mia, oh, oh, this is very bad. Mia, we're in trouble. It, oh, there's so much to tell you. Samuel, Samuel is under the the power of of Kraklika and. And Kraklika is, is reuniting with with his body just on the other side of this portal. We we may only have a, a, a few moments before he, his body comes back to life. And who knows how powerful he's going to be, especially with Samuel at his side. We have to think quickly. Falzerin, I love you, but I'm very confused right now. What? What? Mia, just... Samuel is the god? Listen, did... no, I, my body was, was taken over by Kraklika. Ever since Who have I, I been hanging out with for days? I know, I know. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I tried. I tried to get back Ugh, into my body. I like look was, at myself to gross out. It was so difficult. What do you want me to do? Tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. There's going to be a massive, massive Neogi god coming through that portal with Samuel at his side any moment now. He's, he's mind controlled Samuel. Uh, so cut the cord. Uh. What, what what are our options? That that perhaps that is actually that, that's a great and idea. Did I, I hear Alamar? Miss Bright, what you fool? Do as Falzerin says. Yes, I, I think we should cut the cord. That that makes the most sense. We'll trap them behind there. Falzerin, are you going to act on your turn? You have you still have like an action. You can get up and move. You can do something. So what do you want to do? That's enough talk for the six seconds here. The frick kind of position are you putting me in here? Yeah. It's so. I'm about, it looks like I'm about maybe- I hate you guys. I hate you. First, it's like Shakar and Shaft, okay, abandoned. Like, <laughs> like lied to, whatever. And now I'm by myself? No, you've only... got Falzern with you now. Oh, I thought I had, okay. You were by yourself, you're not anymore. This is insane. I'm not gonna be able to sleep today. Think about how happy you were this whole time. You didn't even know. <laughs> we were getting along great. <laughs> no wonder. <laughs> never got along. Oh, this is so terrible. So it looks like I'm about 10-ish, 15-ish feet from this uh, big, big strand that's connecting to this portal. I'm going to walk, uh, run over to it. Do I get any feel for what type of damage might be best at severing this? Uh, well, you saw a paladin use it with like a conventional weapon. Um, so that's obviously enough to like literally like cut it. Gotcha. Uh, perhaps, yeah, perhaps like any type of like magical force would be enough to like damage it to even maybe even get to the point where you could like pull it apart, possibly. <sighs> Samuel calling you over there and then you help him and I'm like, it's fine. It's no big deal. Oh my gosh. I think it's probably fair to say that my flaming sphere dissipated throughout all of this, right? Yeah, once you, because you, you did like fall uncaught. I mean, you you were technically dead again before you came back into inhabiting your body. Okay. So insane. I think I will upcast Magic Missile. The Neogi God knows more than Mia now. I'm going to upcast Magic Missile to second level and and cast that. Well, does that make it... I don't really need to worry about hitting. Like, obviously it's going to hit. This thing probably has no AC. You're really rusty from being in the astral plane. So I will say, like, uh, uh, as far as rules and mechanics to damage items, 
depending on the material that it's made up of, it does have an innate AC. Like something like stone would be like a 17 maybe, a wood like a 15, 13 to 15. This type of material, again, it's flexible, it's malleable. It's not gonna have anything more than an AC 10. Okay. Does it seem flammable? <laughs> you could try. <laughs> you don't have anything sharper than a staff? Well, the, yeah, the trouble is that like most of my magic wouldn't deal like slashing damage. Well, the dagger you have, just because you're not attuned to it doesn't mean you can't wield it as long as you're, if you're proficient in daggers, you'll be able to wield it normally. So it would just be a normal dagger if I were to use it. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I think maybe I will take out take out my blade blade of the eye and just start hacking away at it, trying to cut through it. Make me an attack roll. A uh, thirteen to hit. Uh, yeah, definitely. You you slash out at this this fibrous web. Four. Wow. Okay. Great. You start. You slash out of this, and you. Like the the blade of, of your this magical dagger, uh, which unfortunately is only functioning as like a normal weapon because you're not attuned to it, like cuts into it, and you've clearly made like you've nearly severed it in half, but not quite completely destroyed it. More orcs begin to swarm. You Falzer and and Mia. Alamar though positions himself between you and them as he fights back. Because I'll just put him with the orcs initiative because, you know, the initiative of the body was on, I guess. But uh, swipe at you, Mia. Whoa, critical fail. And the <laughs> weapon just sails sails from his hand, completely unarming it. So, okay, uh, Mia, you and Braun are up. You know what? I play Mia a lot. I don't think she knows what to say right now. But she knows what she has to do. And she's going to go into the portal. <laughs> She's going to do it. She's going to follow. Falzern is trying to cut the portal. Do I? I guess I see that, but I just want to stop Samuel. I don't know. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Let's backtrack a little bit. <laughs> I know for sure if you weren't cutting it, she'd go in there and try to stop the two from re reuniting, even if it means her life, honestly. But Falzern wouldn't keep cutting it if he saw me go through. He's not going to trap me in there. Sorry, one th one thing uh, that Falzer knows also, because uh, again, like you have essentially you have like Kay's knowledge here. You know that this, where the body is, there is no outside access to that part of this system. Oh, so be, they would be. For so sure they trapped. so they would be trapped in there, yeah. For I mean, they in the in as far as not being able to utilize the. Think of these portals as like a fast travel system, right? What would Falzarin know from Kay's knowledge about like, so let's say I sever this and it now turns to stone. Like, how do they, how do they get out of there? How would Kay get out of there? Okay, so the way, so the way it works, and again, this, yeah, you're right. This is knowledge that now Falzarin has that Kay, yes, we, we, ha we have been calling uh, Kakala Kay for shorthand to make it easier there, Elena. <laughs> But Falzer now knows that, so so the, the size of these portals, right, they're large enough, like, to accompany, like, a creature like a frost giant, right? They're, like, 20 feet wide by 20 feet high. The tunnels that would connect isn't, there isn't a 20 by 20 foot tunnel dug miles and miles that way. There is a much smaller tunnel 
simply enough to run this length of webbing to literally lay out this infrastructure. So it's not even a, a, an opening large enough for a creature, like a medium creature would have struggle getting through it, right? It's barely enough to, to run, essentially. Think of it, literally think of it as like a fiber optic cable run from point A to point B to connect them. And utilizing the way it works, it allows it to essentially like push those A to B together and walk straight through as if it was a single, as if it was a doorway. So there, there is an opening and a way to, like there is a, there is a physical connection between the two. Um, also the other thing falls and you know, is that where this chamber is that leads through portal nine is positioned under Mount Grolmag. Is that the one with the escape ships? No, that's Mount Necrosis. Grolmag's the one in the west, right? Correct, that's right. And Necrosis is to the north. But basically what, what I what I'm wondering is, are they essentially trapped in there with until they like dig their way out, more or less? Not knowing what exactly creatures lie on the other side, whether or not there are potentially enthralled Umbra Hulks on that side as well to aid in that digging. But yeah, essentially they're gonna have to excavate themselves out of that. Or if the connection on this side, on your side is repaired, which currently under the circumstances of this battle that's raging may or may not happen depending on who wins. I see, okay. Now that same thing also applies for every one of these openings, right? If they're all mm -hmm. shut, depending on whether or not the other side has access to the outside, wherever they go, and again, that this is actually knowledge that Falzern will now have. Potentially locking off those is beneficial too. Okay, Mia doesn't know half of this, <laughs> but Mia's gonna be like, Falzern, I have to go. Either come with me, but, but don't sever the connection. And I just, I just walk through. And Bron, I say it loud enough that Bron could hear me, hopefully. And I, I would take an opportunity attack, I guess, but. Two attempts, uh, while well, only a 17 and a seven. Whew. Nothing but web. Yeah, Mia stretches, you stretch and push and charge your way through and then disappear. Bron, right behind you, getting away from this clawing frost giant up to the top. Oh, jeez. Running by three remaining uh, of Samuel's guards still engaged with the Yeti, charges past orcs now that can, again, kind of similar to what happened before, can't take their opportunity attacks, and without hesitation follows his sister. Thank Thor. Let's go right back to Falzern. I'm going to look to Alamar and to the portal and to the partly severed fiber optic cable. <laughs> Weber optic cable. Mm -hmm. Alamar, I, we, I can't leave her in there. I, I have to go help her. And Falzern will step through. Should have just let you die. That's it. That's all we have for you. That's our show. Be sure to follow us on the social media. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. It's all on the website, incorrigibleparty.com. You get all kinds of information there. Incorrigible parties sponsored by Critical Hit Design, you know. And all ambient sounds and music during the episodes are courtesy of tabletopaudio.com. And our intro and outro music was created by Josh Jarvis. You can you can find him at jamesmercymusic at gmail.com. Now scram. Happy adventuring.